Hello, and welcome to a spooky episode of... No. Yes, it's spooky day today. It's Friday the 13th. It's... No, no. <laughs> okay. All right. Welcome to a spooky episode. No. <laughs> All right. It's it's the only cybersecurity podcast currently that is... Hold on. Uh, it's trying to get Russell Westbrook to join the yes. Charlotte Hornets. Yes. Did I get that right? Russ. Yeah, okay. So, so bringing up Russ... Does that counterbalance my spooky? Are we? We're not recording. Are, are we? we recording? No, no, we're not. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> I am one half of your hosts. My name is Adam Slater. With me, as always, uh, the other half of your hosts, John, um, and of course, in the background, you can hear Felton. John, how you doing today? I'm all right. By the way, I heard I do listen to our podcast. Okay. Unlike you, and I heard your uh, Stuart. Uh, Stuart Smalley. <laughs> oh, my, introduction my, my impassioned on, on, apology. Yeah. So I need you to do the same thing yeah. to get Russ to play in Charlotte. So I, I know Russ okay. listens to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So Long I, time Russ listener. is very concerned with cybersecurity. And, yeah. Um, that's why he's number zero because he doesn't want anybody knowing what he knows. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. What, yeah you, don't know, you don't even know what number I am. No. None of your business. Is he really it's, number zero? Yeah, he is number okay. zero. Okay. So. Literally, I just, I just Googled. I thought it was Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah. Is that what I said? Why is this difficult? No, I don't. Because it might be the easiest to spell last name in the history of last names. I think. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe. But yeah. So you guys, you were talking about it earlier today. You're, we're, he's, there's a rumor he's coming to the Hornets. Well, there's there's a there's a fit for him. Okay. Um, I don't know if it was a leak. Who knows? At this point, it's a little early because the NBA draft doesn't even start till Wednesday, and then at free agency, I don't think it's until December. It's quick, right? It's yeah. December first or something. So, yeah. Um, this is our our weekly dive into into basketball yeah. analogies on this show, which also made made its way into my weekly blog post as well. So, <laughs> uh, Russ also made the, made the blog post. Oh, okay. So, I was going to yeah, ask. I'm, I'm a big Russ. big Russ fan. I find him to be an unselfish player. There are a lot of reasons why I like Russ. So. Who is who is he playing with right now? So he's with Houston right now. He's okay. with, he was with OKC. He went to Houston for a year. Um, so oh, okay. And for a period in Houston, he had one of his best seasons, MVP level season for a period. He got hurt. Um, yeah, and he came back. It didn't. It didn't. He what didn't, happened? Yeah. It just he hurt himself. I think it was a groin or something. I think he was out for a bit. Um, maybe his knee and. Uh, and then he went to the bubble. He got his hurt his quad in the bubble. Missed a few games. That's a bummer. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, it was so bad. I mean, there were a bunch of people got hurt and stuff in that, in that situation. Just because it was a, sort of a weird – you're in the middle of playing for a season, so you're c- conditioned, and then you, like, stopped. And unless you were yeah. diligent. Yeah. You know, in some cases, like James Harden lost a bunch of weight, got more in shape. So mm-hmm. he showed up kind of ready to play. Um, but then you can kind of see that change as the bubble went on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, not to pick on him. But anyway, so it was just weird. Then you're starting to play again. Then you stopped. Now they got two months off, and then they're going to play again. So, yeah. um, but everyone's adapting and, and rolling with it, right? So, yeah. But they did cut the season this year down to seventy-two games. So, from eighty-two. So that's pretty significant. Yeah, I mean, but from a player's perspective, that's that's actually a pay cut because you get paid per game. Oh, they okay. So contracts are based on per game. Hmm. And it's true in football too, I believe, right? Yeah. yeah Is it so. per game that they play, or per game that they're on the team? Like if you're uh, if you're benched per the game, game played okay. for the team. So like if you if sit on the hurt. bench the whole time, you don't get paid for that game. Oh yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. If you're once the game's played. Okay. Okay. Yeah, unless you're yeah, if you're active on a roster, okay. you are you're getting paid. Yeah. 
So I didn't. I didn't know that. I always just assumed. Which, if know. they eliminated that, you'd eliminate people taking days off for yeah. for flu-like symptoms, which is a popular disease <laughs> in sports. Well, I, I've Only always, in basketball, really. You don't see that really in any other sport uh, except flu-like symptoms are rampant in the NBA, <laughs> and they only last. The damn things only last a day. Yeah, must have been one of those twenty-four hour ones. <laughs> yeah. It's just when they come to Charlotte. Right. <laughs> well, so if you get Russ here, people will have to show up. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, maybe maybe we'll have the nine-time All-Star MVP. Yeah. Oh. So yeah. Yeah, I, I sort of regret going down this path because I have no knowledge of basketball at all, and I feel like every time you tell me about it, I immediately forget it, and I know I'm probably asking. The Give same me a season, and I'll make you a fan. Will you pay for ESPN for me? On your home? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have cable, man. No, but then, I, will, then, I will go drink with you at the <laughs> bar, and we can watch it there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it's not like a ha-ha, nerdy guy dumb. I just don't, like, I've just never caught up with it. I can say with 100% confidence that we are the only cybersecurity podcast to talk about Russell Westbrook. I, I would put... I would put five dollars down on that. I, I 100%. Yeah, definitely. So now they're all going to steal our idea. And <laughs> and then, <laughs> which basketball player can we talk about? They've already got Russ. So how's that? How's everything been going for you, man? Things been working along well. Yeah, you know, uh, everything's going good. I'm never going to complain. At no. least, at least on air. Keep that <laughs> we'll wait till after. <laughs> so um, now, if Russ goes to Atlanta. You're going to hear me complain. So, yeah. Yeah. Why would he – I see this is this is me. This is my total blankness. Is there a reason he would go to Atlanta? I thought he could go anywhere. I mean, okay. He's, he's Russ. <laughs> Fair enough. We're going to pay for him. He's expensive, so he can't go, he can't go everywhere. So. But gotcha. they got to want him, you know, because he's, he's, you know, he's in charge of the floor. So, uh, you know, he's got to be the person on top. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, um, sort of jump right into it, I think. Uh, you and I had a, a conversation um, a little while ago, and it's something we, I think we've kind of touched on a little bit on the show, maybe not even not just cybersecurity-related, but just in general. Um, this idea of brand loyalty um, when it comes to cybersecurity products. I think tech, technology products in general. So, yeah, technology products in general, too. I, I, I think that there's certain room for um you know like oh you know i have i've been a, i use xyz company for my laptops they've always been good never had a bad experience and i don't i don't take any umbrage with that like I, yeah sure fine if it works for you and it keeps working that's good but um specifically when it comes to cybersecurity, i think i think the i think the environment there's a little bit different what well, how's that I just I think that certain companies can do things better than others, and they're always one-upping each other. Like okay. I think certain manufacturers are always like it's you know this year it's it's X company, next year it's Y company, and they can go back and forth and things like that. So when you look at things like the Gartner Magic Quadrant, yeah, which I don't put a lot of stock in because I find it to be uh, pay-to-play. Yeah, you know, and it's based off of what enterprise customers use. So it doesn't necessarily mean what's best. It just means what people are currently using. Right. And a lot of people use that as a decision maker uh, when they're looking to acquire a product, especially uh, 
networking product or cybersecurity product. Mm-hmm. Probably not so much for something as a commodity like a switch or something like that. Uh, but sure. yeah, they could. There might be. I, I don't know that I've actually ever seen a magic quadrant for switches. I don't know that there's a lot of uh, <laughs> in a lot of people inventing new technology on switches. Like I think yeah. they're pretty static. I guess speed would be the only change in that. Yeah. Um, but I know a lot of people do reference that. But I think there's a strong majority out there of people who don't reference that, who just stick with what they have always used. What they We've have and what they that, know. Yeah, and you see this when there's like a regime change that takes place. Uh, you know, uh, old IT manager leaves, new one comes in. So it always amazes to me that when a new person starts, how they sort of ripping out all the equipment. It's got to be redone over yeah. something that they know. It's like, well... <laughs> did you did why why do you want to replace right this? right what's your reason to replace this and there's, there's two different things in our conversation is one is people who blindly stick with something yeah because they believe in a brand or whatever it's better for them but they're not looking at other technology and what best fits their organization mm-hmm. and the flip side of it is is people who who also just br- not really the flip side but who bring along their brands with them like they've got their own yeah when they switch jobs they bring around their crew kind of like a coaching crew in sports like yeah. you know or a management team in business like you hire a new C- CEO, and then like they're all their old VPs kind of follow with them. Yeah, and there's this huge void left. But yeah. in the last company, um, and I always want to ask, what's your reason for sticking with buying or putting in the product that you choose? Yeah, like what is your criteria? Is it based strictly off the magic quadrant? Is it based off of some other feature that you're looking for, mm-hmm. or is it just based off of because it's a really good name, like? <laughs> It's, 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 you can use this analogy across anything. Like, why do you wear the brand of shoes you wear? Like, my kids wear the brand of shoes they wear because that's the brand either of a sports star they like. Mm-hmm. For example, my son, a big Steph, Steph Curry fan, so not Seth. They're very different players. Steph Curry. <laughs> um but he also has a pair of Jordans. So he's very specifically wearing based off of the individual players. Sure. You know, for yeah. example. Um, there's not really a brand loyalty there. But other people will only wear this one type of shoe or only wear this one type of shirt or pants or whatever sure. whatever the case is. Because it's always better for them. And they're failing to shop around and, and kind of look at what, what it is. got to ask yourself, why are you wearing that shirt? Why are you, why are you wearing those shoes? Like, what's, and in technology and shirts shoes doesn't really matter stick with what you want yeah if you're a runner you probably know what type of shoe works well stick with it don't really experiment not a good idea <laughs> um you end up at uh, my friend freddie's uh, foot doctor office there and uh, <laughs> um but in technology it's so rapidly changing and the platforms are changing and the evolution of products is changing and how they're doing configuration and management there often can be a lot of things overlooked and um you can really miss things that could benefit the company, maybe through cost savings, maybe through technological improvements. Right. Um, So I think you've probably gone through something like this before. Uh, You talk to to a lot of clients. What is their typical uh, reason? If uh, if you approach them about a new product or technology, you know, what's the adoption rate? What does it look like? Yeah, you know, it's it's really interesting. I don't see (laughs) most of the changes in um, specifically, like like security hardware that I see, you know, firewalls and access points and such, is not because they have a. 
not because there's some feature that they found with another product that they really like, but because what they currently have broke on them on a Saturday night one too many times. And it's like, well, now I got to find something else. And then they find something else that they stick with. And... Or, or, or don't. Like, you know, some of my clients definitely are, are, are open to looking at new things and, and different products and stuff like that. And that's, and that's great, you know, to what whatever better fits their environment. Um, but I actually, yeah, it's, it's interesting. I think that the thing that pushes people to change the most, like I said, just like one too many times. They got, and, and everyone's got that story, right? Where like I bought, you know, I, or like I went to this restaurant and the service was bad three times in a row. I'm never going back there. But everyone else will be like, oh, no, no. what are you talking about? The service is great there. It's, it's wonderful. What, you're missing out. The food is so good. And, you know, it it's just— where, It's where Russ eats. Probably. It's where, <laughs> wherever Russ eats. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like that where um, one too many times this particular— they got, they got a lemon of this one particular brand two or three times in a row. And it and it's it's one of those things where it's like it's like a one in a hundred thousand, one in a million that this would happen that you would get three duds in a row. But that's their experience. So, um, so then it's like, heck with it. I'm finding something else. I think one of the areas, a great example, is is AV or endpoint protection software, or EDR. Pick whichever type of endpoint tech you want to talk about. But that is one area where I believe you need to have a rotation schedule. Like just just change it out. Just yeah. every now and then, every two, three years, you need to replace the technology. Yeah. Um, just get something different in there. I mean, the world changes so fast. And if you're oh, continuing yeah. to update and patch older stuff, um, I don't want to name any names, but those legacy AV players, we still see their stuff out there. And you sort of leave yourself scratching your head like, what? Really? Yeah. I mean, you're sticking with that? Well, this, like, this, this goes back to what we like were talking about. This is about. like a leaded car. Like, you're driving around town <laughs> trying to find gases. <laughs> It's, it, that ties back, I think, to what we were talking about um, was it, last on a different episode, um, where we were talking about why people don't change things, and it's that it's that time thing, it's that time element again, right? It's that well, it's going to take me forever to to touch all these machines or whatever it is that it's going to be, but yeah, I mean that that comes up. Um, there is a corresponding blog post to this topic as well. Uh, as always, I'm trying to keep that kind of relevant to those uh, to these podcasts. But um, one of the things I talk about is like, let's just say you're loyal to, to and, I, and I picked out a few companies. And, and, and my point is not to, to disparage them at all. No, no. But usually what you're buying is not what you think it is. Like if I go out and I buy a Ford, the Ford is usually developed by Ford engineers, built in Ford plants. It's a Ford. It's a Ford-designed vehicle. A Mac is a Mac-designed I'm sorry, Apple-designed computer. Right, right. But in technology, it's not always the case. Like, if you go out and you buy a Fortinet wireless or Fortinet Wi-Fi, Fortinet AP, that is not made by Fortinet. That is now owned by Fortinet and and, and maintained by Fortinet. That is uh, made by a different – that was created by a different company Mm -hmm. that was retrofitted to fit into the the, uh, Fortinet landscape. Right. Cisco Umbrella is not something developed by Cisco. It is something now maintained and built on by Cisco, but it was owned by OpenDNS. Like it yeah. was a, it was a different product. So sometimes when you're just buying things based off the main label, you're not really getting that real product anyway. 
Mm, I, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. The flip side is to build an access point is not the easiest thing in the world. To make an access <laughs> right. point, you have several different a wireless access point. You have several different things going on. One, it's a radio station, right? Right. You have radios that are connecting. You have to understand radios and frequencies to get those things to work correctly. It's very difficult to develop radios. You also have to then overlay a management platform on top of it and then convert that to networking. It's a simplified view. I don't want any emails out there from anybody telling me that I missed steps. <laughs> That's the general yeah. problem, getting all those things to talk. There's not a lot of people making new wireless stuff out there. There's a few companies doing yeah. it, but most likely the AP company you're buying from, um, if they're not from a few select companies, they're white labeling another product. And you can always tell that if they have a really ugly cloud interface. <laughs> Just look at their cloud interface or their management structure and you can tell whether or not that this thing is rebranded or not. Yeah. Because some part of it is probably a white labeled product. It is probably, a, you know, if you look really closely at some cars, um, you can tell the frames are of another brand as well. Like there used to be a Mazda truck. It was like a B2000 or something. I forget what they called the Mazda truck. It was a Ford Ranger. When you really started to look at it, you could tell that this thing's, this thing's a Ford Ranger. <laughs> it was never – but Mazda did their own thing to it. But Mazda wasn't going to spend the money to develop a new frame. When Ford had a perfectly good frame, they were willing to sell them. Right. In right. order to put their own truck platform. But the trucks came off the same – Assembly line. Today they're making Fords. Tomorrow they're making Mazdas. Right. <laughs> it's smacking different labels on it. Wireless is a great example of, of this is very common. Yeah. It's your white labeling product anyway. The point is that I'm trying to get to is that if we are focused on just the brand, we don't necessarily know what we're getting in technology. Right. Unless that brand is it's their main application, their main line of business thing. So like Cisco switches and um, – routers and these things are most likely cisco products there's yeah. some differences inside the cisco line whatever palo alto firewall is developed designed built by palo alto yeah um watch guard same thing designed developed built by fortigate designed developed built by fortinet mm -hmm. um cisco makes access points but they developed and built access points from the ground up they're not needing to acquire access points right so <laughs> The point is that if we do any given network, you're going to find the one that we design and recommend, it's going to be a, there's going to be different products installed in there from different manufacturers. We're saying, okay, what's the best breed, best of breed for this client in this scenario on each individual component? Right. And these things should work together. And if some manufacturer were to come and tell me, well, our APs work best on our switches, I'm going to say, well, what's wrong with your APs? And why are your switches special? Like, why are you? Yeah. Why are you so? What, are you lying to me? I'm trying right. to call them out. Like, are you lying, or is there something specific that these things are doing? Tell me why you need all these things to work together, yeah. or why they work better. Because they probably don't. Because most companies can't make really kick-ass radios. Yeah. And also make really good switches. It's not really the same skill set. Right. It's not. It's not. It's not the same. It's it, yeah. It's not the same bit manufacturing process or, or like you said, same skill set right. or anything. And there's plenty of good switches out there. I'm just using it as an example of that. You have to decide what's best for you and your purpose. Absolutely. 
You can be extremely loyal to Nike and you love their tennis shoes. If you showed up on your wedding day in a pair of Nikes, you got a you got a you got a 50-50 chance she's going to say yes. <laughs> because <laughs> you, it's okay to have different shoes for certain occasions. Right. It doesn't mean you're disloyal. <laughs> right. Right. No, that's that's a that's a that's actually a very good a very good analogy to it. Um, that yeah, it's it's the right tool for the right job. So and I think you see this across the board with, the, you know, um, software especially. Like, is the software causing you performance impact? Yeah. You know, what, what issues is it causing? Is your, you know, are you having login issues? Like, is, I know you need MFA, and I know that that's a really good, you know, you really love your Fortinet, but that MFA client just, it, man, we got a lot of errors on our Macs. Yeah. Like, it's just yeah. not doing very well or, or like yeah i've got this watch guard firewall and they've got this edr product and you know it works really well but then i tried this new av product they got or this new thing and it just doesn't work on my equipment it's like well here's some case studies it show you it works really well <laughs> this kind of stuff well it worked well for them yeah but in my situation i've got this other piece of software that conflicts with it and blah yeah. blah 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 then it stops working you yep. have to look at each situation individually, and you have to say what works best in my environment on my piece of equipment. Every com- every company should have a test environment. If it was up to me, we would all have a separate network that we could just test stuff on. If you're deploying, you know, healthcare centers, retail centers, uh, restaurants, you would have a network where, you, if anybody tried to sell you anything, you'd stick that stuff in that network. Yeah. And you'd compare it. Say, okay, am I getting good results? Is it working? How is it comparing? Am I faster, slower, indifferent? Oh, it's indifferent. And I've got the same virus identification rate. Yeah, I'm good, and I'm not going to waste labor to switch switch it out. Right. Or maybe you're looking to replace a firewall. Let's say you've got a Fortinet firewall sitting on your internet connection. Stick that next manufacturer behind the Fortinet in between your network. If that second firewall catches a single thing, that Fortinet's missing stuff, and maybe you need to have a real conversation. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's the other way around. Maybe the Fortinet second, Fortinet starts seeing stuff the first one didn't see. You're like, well, we gotta have a serious talk about Fortinet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how? Or, or your configure, you know. But, but yeah. Right. Yeah. Something is different. Yeah. So let's just get in and try to figure it out. It's a good point. It could just be misconfigured. Yeah. It's not to say you need to have so many different products that causes your tech team a lot of headaches and issues from <laughs> no. trying to manage it. It's the other component of it. You know, can you get trained? Is it effective? And how does it work? I'm just simply saying, evaluate it. Take an opportunity to just evaluate your options. Right. We are going through a, uh, a possible remodel of our home right now. So we have samples laying out, and we've got options. And our job, number one, is to gather options. Yeah. And then say, okay, well, what would be the thing we absolutely want that does everything? Mm-hmm. And then show us the price on that. Then show us the absolute, you know, worst kitchen you could buy, white appliance. I keep joking with my wife. We're getting white appliances. Oh, yeah. The old-fashioned <laughs> white. Let's go backwards, baby. Um, and I was like, freezer on top. <laughs> um, do you know refrigerators are very hard to find it with the water and the ice in a refrigerator nowadays? Oh, so, really? yeah, go walk around Lowe's and Home Depot. You see what I'm talking about? You Why? Because they're dropping the freezer to the bottom as a drawer. Oh, yeah, that's right. So there's an ice thing, and and some of the freezers and refrigerators now have the touch screen. 
Yeah. But there's no way to get water in there, and yeah. it's a whole big thing. And so we have this requirement of we want water because we use the water on a refrigerator. I do. I every day. Religiously. I just remember we did put in white appliances when we moved in here. So my joke, yeah. my joke is on me. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we've so we've got all these options. We're like, okay, here's the worst case. Here's the best case. What do we really value? What's important? What's best for us? And let's pick that product. Yeah. And gather information. So we were looking at one company. I've made one suggestion. This company made another suggestion. So we challenged each other on those, their individual suggestions, and they gave us the information. And my wife and I can sit down and say, okay, this is what they said. We won't think this is worth it. This is worth it, whatever it is. Let's go with that. Yeah. Maybe we go cheaper here. We go nicer here. And we kind of just settle. Yeah. Because we know what we need going into it, right? Same thing is true in a network. You've got a desired outcome. You need 40 gig backbone. You need fiber between your switches. You need Wi-Fi access points that mesh, that work across um, your different locations, and you can stick in a home network. It's all the same. You got certificates. What one accomplishes the best? Right. But I'm not going to go stick in a cloud-based Wi-Fi controller on a cruise ship. Just not something I'm really interested in doing. <laughs> so for that particular application, I'm going to recommend something else. Right. I don't care how good they tell me satellite te technology works. I can't get ESPN when it storms. Because yeah, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I'm good without the internet. You know, I know when the internet's not working because it's yeah. rainy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back in a few minutes. For, well, for us. For you guys, we'll be back in, like, 45 seconds. But we're going to take our time. Bye. JSCM Group is your leading cybersecurity expert. With two decades of experience, we work hard to ensure your network is as protected as possible. We simplify the complicated and ever-changing world of cybersecurity, regardless of your organization's size. To start protecting yourself, your employees, and your clients, contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. We simplify, we're experts, and we're here. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Welcome back, everybody. Um, thank you for sticking with that very long break that we just took. Um, and uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna keep. John, you said you had. Um, we want to talk a little bit because we finished up our fitness challenge here. Yeah, so I just want to want to so a big pat on the back to my co-host here, who actually was one of the winners. Yay! Um, in this in this year's challenge or this this quarter's challenge, if you will. So. Uh, you're saying you feel good too, and and you won a and you won a big top spot. So. Yeah, yeah. So um, it was we did these we did a scan at the beginning, and then we did a scan at the end, and the the results that you know the scan did like um, percentage body fat, skeletal muscle mass, weight, all that other kind of stuff. Um, and so when I came in when I came in for my second scan, for the final scan, you know, she asked me, she's like. Are you excited about it? How do you feel about it? And I was just like, you know, I don't really care. Like, I'm, I'm interested, 
I don't really care what it says because, like, I feel better. I'm sleeping better. Like, I have more energy. Right, yeah. Yeah, like, I can move better. So, it's like, anything that this says is just icing on the cake. And it turns out I'm, I've been secretly been Arnold the whole time. So, <laughs> I, just, I just didn't know. I mean, it's possible. Some people are going to bulk up, like, easily. And maybe if you've never tried, you'd have no idea what kind of ride I have going no on. idea. Yeah. I don't know if I want to. I... I I don't want to. I don't want to be one of the guys that can't put their arms straight down. You yeah, know what I mean, when they rest on their lats. Yes, yes. They rest their arms on yeah. their lats. Yeah, yeah. There's They're constantly guy, making an A pose with their arms. Great guy in my class who I'm friends with who arms rest on his lats. <laughs> so no, it was cool though. I, I I really enjoyed doing it, and actually like the the validation on the page like i was going to keep going regardless i think but the validation on the page that like oh no 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 like these are the numbers they really changed that gave me enough like excitement to because my plan was i was just going to keep going three days a week then i got the numbers back and i'm like oh shit like i could there, there we go there it is i could really do this um it wasn't me this time it was just um I could really do this. This could really be like a thing. So now I'm like, all right, now I'm going to, I'm now planning on next week starting up four times a week. So oh, that's terrific. I'm um, proud of you. So that's it. That's it. That's your new, you're going to continue your fitness journey. You're going to go with four days. I'm going to, I'm going to start with four days and start upping my weights a little bit. That's good because that means you're working out more than days than you're not. See, four is that, is that, yeah. is that tipping point Yeah. for people. So. Yeah, and I think that that was it was just sort of like a mental thing with me before. It was like, eh, it doesn't, it's not really going to affect anything. And then now seeing that, like, no, in four weeks I put on three pounds of skeletal muscle mass or whatever it was, is like, oh, cool. Like, you know, it's not because I think I think I had a worry in the back of my head. I was worried it was psychosomatic. Like it was like I wasn't actually sleeping better i wasn't actually moving better i just thought i was because i was working out like i was tricking myself into it but then like seeing seeing the numbers it was just like yep that's it's right there so it was it was really cool no that's great to get that validation yeah um so that's cool so uh you never know what numbers you're going to hit like let's say you do that again in six months there was um say nine months between my my last one and this challenge start Really? Yeah. And um, so I was kind of like, okay, well, what happened? What changed? You know, because we had lockdowns in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, like, gosh. What was going right. to be different? So I didn't really know what to expect, but I had actually got, I improved by 1% 1% of body fat. So I had lowered my one to down to 1% of body fat. Um, so it's good. You don't know in your situation where you're going to end up. No, um, and no, that, and no that body fat percentage is the only number that matters. It matters more than the scale. It matters more than anything else. It just matters, yeah. you know. Um, anything. So it's good. So maybe, you know, if you're getting any mental effects out of it, I hope that's good too. You feel better. You yeah. know, um, you said you're sleeping good, which means mm-hmm. your mind's calmer. So besides your late night text to me last night that uh, I did not get until four o'clock this morning. <laughs> I'm so, like, it was that um, we cha- it was just we changed the listeners. We just changed the. Tagline in the signature. That's all. It was. But Adam thought of this. But I, yeah, time. like yeah. I just, you know, I, I I had the idea as I was getting ready for bed, and I knew two things. One, if I don't get this out or write it down now, I'm gonna forget it because I'm gonna go to sleep soon. Two, I wanted to impress you because you're my boss, and I want you know. Oh man, Adam's thinking about work even at ten o'clock at night. 
So <laughs> he scheduled at Texas. <laughs> right. I wrote it at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> no. Um, and, and, and I actually pulled my notes open, my notes app open to like put it in there. But I was, uh, then I closed. It. I was like, if I'm going to type it out, I might as well just type it to John. So, <laughs> but yeah. Oh yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's good. You're sleeping better. So yeah, no, no, it's all around. It's so. good. Every, everything about it's been, been really good. I'm going to keep going. So. And you've actually had a big week. You've done a lot of research. You're doing a lot of uh, other things, and uh, you know some of your vendors and your and your and your partnerships. You got uh, mm-hmm. um, so it's good. Your brain's firing all so. Oh yeah, now. yeah. No, no, no. It was yeah. a good week. It yeah. was a good week this week. So. You, you stopped the math. You quit the drinking. I quit the. Yeah. Uh, I had to step up the drinking after quitting. The math, so. <laughs> <laughs> it takes the edge off. You're not a quitter, right? No. <laughs> and, and, and today for me is new phone day. So. Oh, yeah. It's you waiting got, for me in my mailbox. Right, so as soon as new, we're done recording. You got the new Razor? You got the new yeah, Motorola, I got the new Razor. Motorola Razor. Yeah. Did you see that they did make a new one that flipped up? Yeah, it's it, cool looking. And it's got a foldable screen. That thing's nuts looking. It's that There's a break, though, right? No. no there's no break it, in it, the screen? It, there's a, there's a, yeah, it's a single screen. There's a piece of foldable glass in there. Uh, there's like a visible wrinkle on it. I'm going to be, okay, so I, this is definitely on topic. Phones, like, I understand that we have settled on the vertical rectangle for, that's all screen for phones. I get that. Don't know why, but yeah. Well, we did. I miss when phones were fun. Like, I, I miss like 2002 to 2006, and people were just coming out with, like, crazy crazy designs for phones like like yeah i missed i missed getting that first cell phone i missed getting that first razor i missed getting that first mm-hmm. uh, blackberry i missed getting that first iphone my first android phone i missed all those feelings of okay i've got something now to keep my brain active and explore i have lost all interest in telephones yeah uh because what it's nothing the phone isn't anything of interest it's whatever app is on it so you're right. just waiting for the next app developer and really they're all sort of the same they kind of have the same logic yeah, I'm, there's not a lot of. Yeah, I had I had one phone. This is my this is probably my favorite phone, and I, Motorola made it. it wasn't uh, wasn't the Razor though? They, no, Ki, oh my God, there's there's a name you haven't heard in a long time. Kia Sarah made it. Um, it was a it flipped. It was a flip phone that would flip up, and it have you know all your buttons and and keys and everything like that. And it looks really cluttered because there's like a lot of buttons on it. But you could fold it closed vertically, and then you could fold it. The hinge worked in two different ways. So it would open like a little tiny laptop, and when held that way, it was a QWERTY keyboard. Yeah. So yeah. I was texting chicks on AIM, like straight from my phone. I, IRQ, IRC. He takes so fast. <laughs> How does he do it? I have to date him. Yeah. Um, I, I, my favorite phone actually was a, was one of the last black blackberries that came out and it had the touch screen yeah um it had the blackberry os still but then it slid up yeah underneath that you had a text i might have had that phone when you first started i think here. i, I think loved that phone um it never wore out to him believe me i fucked with that screen <laughs> uh, i mean you could have a digital keyboard or you could have a yeah. hap- or a haptic keyboard and you could have a physical keyboard i love that phone i thought that phone was the best and then uh, i was yeah. no longer cool when people start making fun of me, so, <laughs> no, it just all like, the kids pointing at me as I walk by. <laughs> there goes Blackberry. Um, more like Crapberry. Ah! So I, no, I, I it's I don't think for me it's not so much like that specific phone. 
it's that someone was like, we, just, we still don't know what we're doing with cell phones. This is an idea. Let's make it. Like, I miss that, like, bonkers, like, just throwing stuff at the wall. Like, I, I miss that a you lot. You know, honestly, I'm going to pick on some of my uh, manufacturer colleagues here in, in cybersecurity to, to this point is that they keep coming up with new names for old technology. Like, the other day, not kidding, I'll say it. Not No shit, because you already said shit. I can say it. No shit. They sat in a webinar where they used the term SD branch, and I was like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, I know what it is. Why? I know. I don't, he didn't need another term for it. We've already talked. <laughs> and SD WAN is just rename something else. This is, they just keep renaming this stuff the same thing. And I miss that new, new, new technology feeling. When yeah. something new really came out, a 40-gig switch, a 10-gig switch, a 1-gig switch, a and you mean, you POE mean a, switch, all a these. A four, 4-0-gig four switch. Yeah. Not a F-O-R-T-I. A 40-switch. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by <laughs> Forti-switch. This is our Forti podcast. For, for. But I miss that, that new, somebody yeah. having really good ideas. Yeah. And in the firewall world, really, it was Palo Alto that was the last one we saw that revolutionary firewall come out, which was app-focused, and then they backed into the port. Yeah. Um, then everyone else quickly went and followed. We're back to the brands now, which is probably why people are still, if we have two, two people left listening to yeah. this episode. <laughs> Had him talking about flip phones your, again. Your special code for 100% off a of firewall is <laughs> <laughs> sticking around. Um we lost that in cybersecurity and yeah. that feeling you get out of those phones because you and I, you replaced your phone before me, but I've had the same phone for about three years. Yeah. And my only complaint with it is the battery. But yeah. I've got so many chargers at this point, I just stick it on the closest one and yeah. it figure, finishes the rest of my day. I have almost no interest in it. In fact, I probably have more complaints and positive things to say about it. Yeah. Um, some of the some of the inventions on phones, like with smartwatches, I think is great. Um, yeah. There's a great sleep app that I've been using yeah. on my watch. Um, but um, overall, that tech that, that inventiveness has stopped, and so many firewalls now are just Me Too devices. Oh, we have an app blocker too. Yeah. You dig under the hood; it's really just a white labeled app blocker from somebody else, and yeah. they put their own name on it. Yeah. Where's the people writing those new things? Where's where's this, this desperation for white labeling stuff, which is just repackaging of something else? Yeah, it, it's. I think in both instances, I don't necessarily fault. Like, I don't fault the manufacturers, in in, in an interesting way because it's sort of like okay, um, and this is sort of more general business stuff. People say that kind of stuff about Apple, right? Like. Let me back up to what I was saying originally. Apple, I don't blame them for sticking with the long, tall, rectangle touchscreen because it works. And it's what everyone's used to. There's no, like, I don't really know how you can improve on it. Like when it first happened, it was like, whoa, that's nuts. But basically since then, it's been iterative, iterative, iterative. There's been some big changes here or there. Like we're getting closer and closer to an all-screen phone with, with no cutouts or anything like that. I'm excited about that. That'll be cool. But in the end, it's still the same thing. Um, and I don't understand, and it's a business thing, I guess, is that this 
I think the firewalls. I think firewalls are the same thing. I think like once we figured out this is how the product works really well. Like I just I can't think of any other. You can't. But tell me where is the Tesla to the Ford? Where is that in firewalls? They're already electric. <laughs> no, no, I know, I know that, what you're saying. That I, I reinvention, know what you're yeah. like they're sticking with the same subscription models. It's the same thing. Where is that Tesla? Where is that next gen, true next gen firewall? Not when you just relabel <laughs> services in a different bundle and change the name from UTM to next gen. Where is that truly at in this business? And it doesn't exist. No, you're seeing it a little bit at endpoint. Companies like Silence and Machine Learning AV. You're yep. starting to see some modifications over there while you've got your legacy players hanging on over here. So we're seeing that there. But I'm looking for that in the hardware space. Yeah. You know, and you're seeing it with some. And I, I, I sense that we can get there. Um, but it's not going to be through um, these traditional models where we just keep upgrading, tacking on, and redoing existing tech. Yeah, I've always said this. Why does my phone get slower over the time if I don't install an app? I don't know. It shouldn't. No. By all accounts, it shouldn't. Except the operating system becomes more bloated because they tack on, tack on, they keep tack adding on, stuff. tack yeah. on, tack on. It's yeah. always, always tacking on. So this is why I challenge everybody to evaluate your brands, evaluate what you're doing in your business. Is it still working? Because there's stuff out there that will change a little bit how your business works that could give you, where my stretch your brain cells a little bit to figure out how it's gonna work, it could really make things easier in the long run and more secure, which is really what we're all going for. Absolutely. We used to try to get people to have really complicated passwords, and then we realized this isn't working. This is getting absurd. Yeah. We're now going to do MFA with easier passwords to the point where you may only need to do a password reset once or twice a year and actually improve your security for your users. It actually makes it easier if you rethink somehow some of these things work. Yeah. No. No, I, you're, you're not wrong. I, I, like I said, I can't think of anything, but you know, I'm just a one half of a podcast host so you're one half of a podcast host and 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 but you're the winner of our challenge so that's true if i challenged I you to come up cybersecurity podcast host out there yeah <laughs> i'm, I'm not throwing sure. down what yeah that's right excuse me <laughs> fight me fight me <laughs> <laughs> no i yeah it's 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 a ch- and I, I imagine it's a challenge. You know, it's a challenge between their like um, needing, you know, just creative energy and also just ener- mental energy for, you know, running a business and running an organization and making sure that what you have is top notch. Like, uh, it's a real challenge. And, and I'm excited to see if someone else does come out with something really, really, you know, I don't like using the word revolutionary, but like really. How are we innovative. out of How are we out of ideas? I'm not saying we're out of ideas. Apple quit being an inventive company years ago. Where did the ideas go? I mean, the next camera is, I mean, next phone is going to be like 45 cameras. It's just going to look, <laughs> it's going to look like a, like a uh, octopus. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have all the tentacles all, on the tentacles. It's going to be phones. It's going to be little suction cups. The early cameras is what yep. it's going to look like. That'd be fun. Yeah. No, I mean, there's, there's got to be something out there. But like I said, you know, I have no idea what it is. So. All right. Well, thank you all very much for listening. We really appreciate you uh, hanging out. Uh, If you would like to like and or subscribe and or leave a comment, 
um, on our podcast, that is something you can do. If you would like to reach us and send us an email, you can reach us at podcasts at js. No, podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. Thank you guys, and we'll see you next week.